My name is um, R.G. Wilton Lines. I've been um, a part of the North Alabama Conference since 2006 and served as pastor of Community Church Without Walls for 10 years and associate pastor at Birmingham First United Methodist for four. Uh, now I actually live in the Boston area. So my wife started a PhD program up here, and I'm serving actually a um, UCC church right now, but uh, my appointment is appointment to Extension Ministry and still connected with the North Alabama Conference and certainly miss everyone there very much. So Lynn asked me to record this podcast about praying for endurance. And before I get to praying for endurance, I want to talk a little bit about endurance with prayer. Because I am somebody who has often for my life struggled with praying regularly. It is not something that comes natural to me. I uh, recorded a podcast last year, and in that I said kind of the more active parts of the faith, kind of the serving and doing justice have always felt more natural to me than the more contemplative parts, the prayer and the reflection. And yet... Nothing is more essential than to um, cultivate a life of prayer, especially as it keeps me going for the other parts, the service, the justice, the the things like that. I was spending um, some time a number of years ago with Alan Story, who is maybe my most important mentor. Alan is the person who developed the Manna and Mercy Retreat, for those of you who've been through that. And Alan and his family were certainly Christian activists. Uh, Alan's father, Peter, was the Methodist bishop during apartheid South Africa, and his family were, Peter and Alan, were very involved in the anti-apartheid struggle. Alan was actually the last political prisoner to go to prison as a conscientious objector to apartheid before it collapsed. And so these are people who are deeply committed to the work of social justice, um, and they're committed to that because of their faith. But Alan is also a very contemplative person, and he was in the States visiting with me for a while. We were working on um, actually recording the Mana and Mercy retreat videos that you can actually check out if you want to at manandmercy.com. But Alan, toward the end of his visit, said, you know, R.G., I can't have a notice that you pray. I haven't noticed you having any time to pray or meditate or journal or anything like that. And while I did that from time to time, it certainly wasn't a regular part of my discipline, I'm sad to say. And so I said, well, you know, Alan, I I try to, but I just, (laughs) I'm not any good at it. I get distracted. I'm not focused. um, I really struggle. And he looked at me and said, well, RG, there's only like maybe three people in the world who are good at it, but The point is to keep doing it. That's why you call it a discipline. And and that stuck with me. And what I realized from that is that prayer is not about doing it right or not. It's not about being good at it or not. It's about choosing to intentionally set aside time to commune with God. And the other place where, uh, besides kind of Alan's challenge, where I really found to be helpful is uh, actually a practice I learned from Dale Clem, who is also a minister in the, in the North Alabama Conference. Dale took a sabbatical to hike a large part of the Appalachian Trail. And the book that he wrote about that experience, I think it's called 40 Days in the Wilderness, but he spent 40 days hiking and backpacking. And I'm an avid hiker and backpacker also. I've actually hiked and backpacked with Dale before. 
in Dale's book, he talked about grounding his hike in spiritual practices. And one, one was kind of a walking breath prayer, whereas he would hike along the trail, he would sometimes in his head, sometimes out loud say, peace with every step, peace with every step, love with every step, love with every step, Christ with every step, Christ with every step, and so on and so forth. And so I started making that a part of my practice when I go for a walk just around my neighborhood, but certainly also when I'm hiking. And the thing about hiking is it's beautiful on so many levels. I mean, you get to be a part of the most beautiful parts of God's creation. Um, you get to be away from everything of the, the busyness of life. You can just kind of focus on being present. But hiking, especially if it's a steep climb, can be really, really hard. So up here in the Boston area, just a few hours north, um, are the White Mountains in New Hampshire. And the White Mountains are some of the most rugged, uh, steep mountains in all of the eastern United States. It is rocky. The climbs up some of the summits, while they're not tremendously high elevation, you know, between 4,000 and 5,000 feet, which doesn't sound like a lot, but the climbs up to the summit, um, some of them are brutal. I think the the worst one or the hardest one, you climb 2,000 feet in one mile, which is like a 30% grade. So a couple of summers ago, I was hiking a 40-mile backpacking loop in the White Mountains, and I came to the, the hardest part of the climb. It wasn't 2,000 feet in a mile, but it was about 1,500 feet in a mile. And um, it was very hard. And there gets to be a point in that climb where you just kind of lose yourself in the rhythm and the pain of what you're feeling. And what I started doing is not only losing myself in the rhythm of the pain, but I started praying Dell's prayer, you know, peace with every step love with every step. It was a way to focus on just taking the next step and and being open to what God might be saying to me with each next step. That was what I was trying to focus on rather than the pain that I was feeling or rather than thinking about how much further I had to go. And it was actually one of the most meaningful parts of the whole hike for me because I was able to do it. And, and I think when we're talking about endurance, I think there's several things in that, that the way I was able to endure that part of the hike, the hardest part of the hike, was to simply focus on taking the next step, to lose myself in the rhythm of the next step, and to focus on the meditation that I was saying to myself, peace with every step, love with every step. Christ with every step. And before I knew it, I was at the summit with breathtaking views in every direction. And I think about that when I think about endurance and prayer, because of course the summit of the mountain was beautiful. But the most meaningful part in retrospect of that whole trip was not the summit, was not the views, but it was, it was that climb to the top. It was losing myself and being very present in that moment of just focusing on taking the next step, of just focusing on the meditation that I was saying to myself. And when I think about praying for endurance, I wonder if there is 
deep truth in kind of that revelation from that hiking trip, that when we're faced with something hard, I think it is so tempting for us to try to mentally imagine the conclusion, hopefully a good one. And we certainly pray for that. You know, God help the person I love find healing from cancer. Or God help my child who is struggling with depression be able to move past it. You know, or help the person who is grieving the loss of their spouse find healing. You know, the outcome. And certainly those are things that we absolutely should pray for. But sometimes for me, the outcome that I'm hoping for in the moment of pain seems so far away. It can feel like I'll never get there. And that can make me want to give up. It's kind of like if on that climb up the mountain, if all I am thinking about is how much further I have to go to reach the summit and how much my legs hurt and how tired I am, it's going to make the climb that much harder. But when I focus on just taking the next step, when I focus on asking God for peace just for the next step, when I focus on sensing Christ's presence with me just in the next step, then somehow, before I know it, the climb is over. And I want to be careful here because I don't want to minimize that there are journeys that some people take that where there is never a summit. There is people who go through incredibly, incredibly difficult things that never have a good outcome. So what I'm not saying is that if we can just focus on the next thing, the next step, being present for the journey, that we're automatically going to get a good outcome. That's not what God promises us, and that's not what prayer works. But what I do think is that the way we humans endure whatever we face is to trust that God is with us in this present moment. And I think as much as we can to try to live in that present moment, to lose ourselves in the rhythm of taking the next step, to lose ourselves in the meditation of trusting in God's presence in this moment right now, I think that is a pathway to healing. And I think that's one way that God's grace comes to us. So for me, when I think about praying for endurance, I can't help but think of that climb up the mountain in New Hampshire. What I try to do is remember that endurance is not really about getting to where I want to go. That endurance is about trusting that God can help me just take the next step.